We are truly glad that you chose to join us for this first Sunday of the first year 2022 at the First Presbyterian Church of Jacksonville and their First Love Ministry. Reverend Jonathan Warren has titled his sermon today, New Year's Resolution. Our special music will be made up of two songs today. The first one titled And the Hope Goes On, performed by soloist Stephanie Solterman. And directly after that will be the second special music offering, titled There is a Fragrance, sung by the same soloist. Our scripture reading comes to us today from Exodus 32, 1 through 6. Our gospel reading is Matthew 2, 1 through 12. We pray that you have a great beginning to this year and a profitable, peace-filled, whole 2022. We also pray that all is well in your family. No one is suffering from COVID. And for those that are, we pray for their quick recovery and for the nurses and doctors that take care of all of us when we're sick. God bless and Happy New Year to all. the Son, the Son gave the Spirit, the Spirit gives us life, so we can have the gift of love, and the gift goes on, and the gift goes on, and the gift goes on, and the gift goes on. Don't you love to get a present wrapped up in a Christmas bow? God gave each of us a present on that night so long ago. It's a gift that keeps on giving if our spirits can receive. It's the secret joy of living if our hearts can just believe and the gift goes on 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 when your life is full of christmas then your life is full of love. You can give away the present that began with God above. 
just like ripples in the water, the circles of our love extend. What was started with the Father is a gift that has no end. And the gift goes on, 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 and on, and on, and the gift goes on, and the gift goes on, and the gift goes on. The scripture reading is from Exodus chapter 32, verses 1 through 6. Let us listen to the word of God. When the people saw that Moses delayed to come down from the mountain, the people gathered around Aaron and said to him, Come, make gods for us. Who shall go before us? As for this Moses, the man who brought us up out of the land of Egypt, we do not know what has become of him. Aaron said to them, take off the gold rings that are on the ears of your wives, your sons, and your daughters, and bring them to me. So all the people took off the gold rings from their ears and brought them to Aaron. He took the gold from them, formed it into a mold, and cast an image of a calf. And they said, these are your gods, O Israel, who brought you up out of the land of Egypt. Tomorrow shall be a festival to the Lord. They rose early the next day and offered burnt offerings and brought sacrifices of well-being. And the people sat down to eat and drink and rose up to revel. This is the word of the Lord. There's a rose in bed. 
hem colored red as mercy's blood tis the flower of our faith tis the blossom of god's love though its bloom is fresh with youth surely what will be he knows for a tear of morning dew rolls gently down the rose oh rose of bethlehem how lovely pure and sweet born to glorify the father born to wear the thorns for me there's a rose in bethlehem with a beauty quite divine perfect in this world of sin on this silent holy night oh rose of bethlehem how lovely pure and sweet born to glorify the father born to wear the thorns for me Our second reading comes to us from Colossians chapter 3, verses 12 through 17. Let us listen to the word of God. As God's chosen ones, holy and beloved, clothe yourselves with compassion, kindness, humility, meekness, and patience. Bear with one another. And if anyone has a complaint against another, forgive each other, just as the Lord has forgiven you, so you also must forgive. Above all, clothe yourselves with love, which binds everything together in perfect harmony. And let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, to which indeed you were called in the one body. And be thankful that the word of Christ dwell in you richly, Teach and admonish one another in all wisdom and with gratitude in your hearts. Sing psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs to God. And whatever you do in word or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. This is the word of God for the people of God. 
Thanks be to God. You can imagine Christmas being something a little extra special when you have new pajamas. I know some of you get new pajamas, or maybe you used to. In a sense, it's kind of like getting rid of the old and putting on the new with Christmas pajamas. If you're anything like me, I tend to wear out my pajamas because I only have one pair. I wear them every night. So when I get a new set, I throw out the old because they're way too worn. If you're wondering where I'm going with this, it actually relates to our scripture reading this morning. In our letter to the Galatians, baptized Christians are called to get rid of their old clothes. That doesn't say pajamas. But we're called to put on new ones. It tells us to throw out the clothes of anger, wrath, malice, slander, abusive language, and lying to others. And when we're baptized, we're supposed to strip off the old stuff and change into the new. Now that sounds about right, doesn't it? As Christians, we're not supposed to do mean and destructive things, but somehow, as much as we don't like to, especially in a tough year, it's sometimes hard to be, like Ruthie says, nice. We keep on doing those things. Every week, we confess our sins, we admit to God our faults, and we seek forgiveness. And every week, we are given new clothes. We're given a new chance. We renew our baptismal vows. We get rid of the old, and the water comes out afresh, and Christ reminds us again and again, we are new. Today, yesterday, we're celebrating this new year, 2022. I'm sure as you approach this new year, if you haven't already, you're making New Year's resolutions. And it seems like when people make New Year's resolutions, we look toward the future. We get rid of the old, the mistakes, the burdens. Another tough year. Things that didn't get done, and we look toward the future. Somehow this is something innate in us. Every year we have a chance to start over again, to begin anew, and we make our New Year's resolutions hoping that we can follow through with them, even if we know that it might not work. We try it anyway. It's hard to do that, maybe sometimes, especially after a year like this year. Maybe, maybe it's easier after a year like this, there's still some uncertainty. Do we look back? Do we get rid of the old? Do we start anew? So, just in case you didn't know what your list is like, if they're like others around the country, here's the top 10 most common New Year's resolutions according to an online learning platform, GoSkills.com. Number one, guess, exercise more, right? Lose weight, number two. Get organized, number three. Number four, learn a new skill or hobby, which is ahead of, surprisingly to me, live life to the fullest. Number six, save more money or spend less money. Number seven, quit smoking. Eight, spend more time with family and friends. 
travel more. And number 10, read more. Those are our top 10. Do any of these line up with your New Year's resolutions? A few of them probably do. Now, if you haven't set resolutions just yet, you're not alone. For many, uh, in 2021, as we approach this year, it's felt like life has been on hold for nearly two years, according to one article. According to a study published in October, three-quarters of people around the world feel stuck, personally and professionally. And while there continues to be a great deal of uncertainty with information on the newest COVID Omicron variant still emerging, there are some hopes that 2022 could look a little brighter. Now, this might tempt some to make drastic changes in the upcoming year, an effort to make up for lost time. As we plan our New Year's resolutions, I encourage you not to do just what everyone else is doing. Don't just do the regular ho-hum things like losing weight and getting organized. While those are important, there's another list. I want you to consider making your top 10 list like I shared with the children from Colossians. For you to be inspired by our baptismal vows and create our list from Scripture ahead of any other resolutions. Because if your New Year's resolutions have nothing to do with our faith, we're missing a very important aspect of our lives, which is the very thing that affects all other aspects. Now, we all know that being more compassionate and forgiving can actually change someone's life. And no matter what age we are, no matter where we are in life, we can always do those things better. I challenge you, after leaving today, to look up Colossians chapter 3 and make your resolution list. It's nestled in verses 12 through 15. Clothe yourselves with compassion, kindness, humility, meekness, and patience. That's what we should be hoping our new year will abound with, especially after the last two years we've experienced. For we all need more compassion and kindness in our upcoming year. Bite your tongue and share compassion, share kindness. Those aren't easy things, but they're the right things goes on to say in verse 13, Bear with one another, and if anyone has a complaint against another, forgive each other. Just as the Lord has forgiven you, so also you must forgive. This can go a long way in our upcoming year to bear with one another. If someone's struggling, if someone's sick, if someone loses a job, if someone loses a parent or a spouse, we are to bear it together. We're to carry that burden with them. We pray for them when they cannot. What Christ calls the church to do. If you ask me why we have the church, it's so that we can bear things with one another. In good times, especially during difficult times. You know that you are not alone. You have someone helping you, going through this with you. It continues in verses 14 and 15. Above all, clothe yourselves with love which binds everything together in perfect harmony and let the peace of Christ 
rule in your hearts, to which indeed you were called in the one body, and be thankful. Now, if we can love in the way that Christ loved, without judgment, without prerequisites, if we can love unconditionally, that would be the only resolution we need all year. Even though we know it's nearly impossible and harder than losing weight, it's so much more important than getting organized or quitting smoking or traveling more. I don't know about you, but shouldn't love make the top spot every year? Even though it might be unachievable? What if that's the attitude we took? If we put it at the top thing year after year and gave it a go, if we could love even like Christ for a day or a week or six weeks, an entire year, then we would have achieved a greater thing than anything else. Much greater than any of those things on the other top ten list. Colossians 3, 12 through 15 provides exactly ten things. If you look a little bit further, there are twelve. But here's the top ten New Year's resolutions as published in the letter to the Colossians. Number one, to love. Two, to let the peace of Christ rule your heart. Three, to be thankful. Four, to bear with one another. Five, to forgive. Six, to live with compassion. Seven, kindness. Eight, humility. Nine, meekness. And ten, patience. Now, Hannah was working on a New Year's resolution this year, and she said, how do you gain patience? I said, well, we could take your phone away from you. You could really learn patience that way. She didn't like that very much. <laughs> she was also hoping for more screen time this year. How do we learn patience? Sometimes that's not the easy thing to learn, is it? Maybe this has taught us something about patience. Start off this year right. Let go of all the old things. Get rid of all the mistakes, the anger, the stress, all of the things we regret. Shake off 2020 and 2021. Do it. Do it here. Let go of those old things and start anew. Let Christ live in us such a way that we live anew. Because as Christians, we know that it's about much more than losing weight, being organized, or spending less money. It's about living into our baptism. Because when we live into our baptism, we start anew and we can really impact not only ourselves, but the entire world. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The congregation and visitors can now enter through the east or north doors. Our in-person service starts at 10 a.m. We do, however, ask that you keep your mask on while moving about in the building. In the sanctuary, there are two sections, one for vaccinated and one for unvaccinated individuals.
The ushers will guide you to the section of your choice. Those in the vaccinated section can now sing without a mask. Join us at www.facebook.com slash slash and join our Monday First Pres Jacks community group, which meets at 7 p.m. every Monday. This is a question, answer, and sharing group with the pastor. This is a private room, and you will be asked a few questions before entering to make sure you are a human and not a robot. Presbyterians with a Purpose is another program available at the First Presbyterian Church of Jacksonville for individuals needing to contact someone during these challenging times of the pandemic. You can visit that link. Just visit our homepage and find the link for Presbyterians with a Purpose. We also offer a Sunday live service starting at 9.55 a.m. You can visit www.firstpresjacks.org slash donate and make your contribution there. Or send contributions to First Presbyterian Church, 870 West College, Jacksonville, Illinois, 62650. You also can contribute to your bank using bill pay. If an account number is needed, please use 870-870-870. Our phone number is 217-245-4189. Our email is office at firstpresjax.org. That's office at firstpresjax.org. 